This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to an online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com. And as you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith. And today, we're welcoming to the show Custom Protection Services Incorporated. They're traded on the OTC under the ticker symbol CS. P.S. We're lucky enough to be joined by the Chief Financial Officer of Custom Protection Services Incorporated. That's Mr. John Kirkendall. John, how are you today? Well, I'm doing pretty well for a Friday. Absolutely wonderful to be speaking with you today. We saw some big news cross the wire earlier. Use that ticker symbol, listeners, CSPS News Out January 7th, 2020. Check that out. Uh, and also, check out the company's website while we talk today. Custom Protection Investor. Dot com, but let's go ahead and hit the ground running. Please tell us a little bit about Custom Protection Services, John. Okay, I'd be glad to. This company is, is a Delaware company. It's publicly traded with head offices in Conroe, Texas. For those that are not familiar with Conroe, it, Conroe is in the northern section of what I would refer to as Greater Houston. Conroe is the fast, fastest growing county in Texas, by the way. But anyway, we, as you said, we are currently quoted on the OTC under the CSPS. Unlike the majority of our competitors in the security industry, we like to tailor our services we provide based on each client's unique need. And we went to really great care to try to get the name Custom Protection because we felt like it was so expressive of what we want to do. The way you look at it, that... Um, there's no two client situations exactly the same. So how does one size fit all kind of approach uh, really be a, adequate for any particular customer? you really got to look at that customer and really design something for them. We offer armed and unarmed protection with uh, fully equipped officers and agents. And we have over really 100 years of experience that you, um, that you can fall back on. So we try to be prepared for all possibilities that can come up. 
Yeah, I've been watching the company. Obviously, it's a business model that's been sustainable. We know here in America, security is very important for especially neighborhoods, but as well as business parks. Can you describe in more detail the services you offer your clients? Sure. And you're right on. The security industry really is a broad umbrella of services. You'd be surprised how many things fit under there, and you can't necessarily cover everything, but as I said, we like to say that customer protection services covers everything we do. And now there, there are about 8,000 security companies in the United States right now. Uh, and what we think sets us off from them is we're getting away from the typical cop shop. We like to take, again, take that, that position that we're going to design something specifically for you. The services that we are providing are, are very specific, but they cover a, a myriad of things. And we service large property estates and patrols. We have apartment complexes, gated communities, construction sites, even car dealerships. Uh, and that when we get into our private investigations uh, services, we do undercover surveillances, financial assessments, background checks and verifications, and then there's all kinds of things in the community services that, that it kind of surprises you until you begin to think about it. Parades, carnivals, political events, religious events, concerts, musical festivities and so forth, sporting events, uh, corporate functions, and family functions. And it, it just kind of goes on and on. When I think about the religious events, think about the situation we had up in Fort Worth not long ago that you maybe two years ago you would never have thought about such a thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know that churches have come under fire, but so have our celebrities. And that's one of the ones I've noticed here as well. Celebrities and politicians, obviously high net worth individuals and their families traveling in and out of the states here. So you may have a family uh, or investors, group of investors coming into the area that you guys can provide them protection while they're here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about that management team. At the outset, you let us know that management has 100-plus years of combined experience conducting security and protection operations. Tell us more about the team. Well, there are three key individuals. Myself is one, uh, and Mr. Delane Potter and George Rutherford. Uh, in my particular case, I am a director and officer of the company, and I'm is what you might expect. I'm responsible for all the financial functions of the company. That uh, in my younger days, I graduated from SMU University, Southern Methodist University in Dallas with a bachelor's of a business degree. I'm a licensed CPA in Texas, have been since 1970. I really have had a diverse exposure from just the normal CPA work that of course, a lot of tax and all that stuff, but I did a lot of work for insurance companies, mortgage companies, and, of course, just general business consulting. But currently, I develop 100% of my time to the company. Uh, Mr. Potter, Delane Potter, is, is a CEO and, and a director. He's responsible for the day-to-day operations of the company, uh, fulfilling client contracts. He's got 27 years of experience in, in the industry, 
and has a, a lot of accomplishments in, in developing training courses, uh, testing certification programs, and a lot of public relations and security management work. He at one time served as a policy and architectural control administrator for medical first response programs. And he's served as a liaison for a lot of homeowners associations up in the Conroe area. He's a member of the Montgomery County Crime Stoppers Board of Directors. He's just been gotten a number of awards for participation on this sort of thing. As Mr. Rutherford is a gentleman that I've known for many, many years. He's a director and the president. And he's responsible for new business, representing the company and the community. In his history, he's had a lot of international trade businesses, consulting in Asia and middle in the Middle East. Uh, he served with the U.S. Navy from 19, I think it was 62 to 1970, uh, with the Naval Special Operations Unit, i.e. the SEALs. 1993 to 2001, he was uh, involved as a CEO and managing director of a company called CPR Limited and was responsible for all of its security, as I recall, mining and commodity operations in Asia and East Africa. He, again, is now operating full-time with the company, and it keeps us all three pretty busy. Well, I'm sure it does, and as we look at 2020, can you give us some of your growth strategies moving forward? The plan is to develop new service contracts and through our domestic market here in the Conroe area targeted with advertising of course and marketing campaigns. But our goal is to generate upwards of seven and a half million dollars of revenue in twenty twenty. And that may sound like a lot, but it it is a little ambitious I suppose, but it's readily doable. And we're planning on moving up into the twenty million dollar range in twenty twenty one and we really think it's really reasonable through our forecasting to, to see a $50 million work market by 2023. We've just started our marketing efforts and are really beginning to see some results. Beyond that, we're the local markets where our long-term strategy is to grow through acquisitions. As I mentioned before, the security industry really is very fragmented with over 8,000 companies serving the marketplace. There's a recent report by an organization called Robert H. Perry Associates that's very active in the security industry. 95% of these smaller companies are grossing less than $5 million a year in revenue. So there's a big gap between the lower end and when you get up in the large end where maybe there's you know seven or eight major companies. The point being that there's a lot of growth potential because all of these smaller companies are not necessarily one-man shops, but they have been run by people that are reaching a retirement age, they want to get out of the business, and they are really good candidates for acquisition if all their demographics hold up under examination. So it's our intent to tap into that marketing and to expand by two to three companies each year. And, of course, each acquisition is going to have to really complete a rigorous examination, but that's normal. Each 
company is going to have to meet some standards that we've already set up and pass some evaluation tests and make sure we're going to comply with the market regulators. And finally, pass through a due diligence test by our outside examiners. A typical transaction will be be a cash and common stock purchase. The people will be required to stay on board for two to three years and, and have the benefit of uh, having compensation for their own ownership services and even performance bonuses. And, of course, that allows us some time to build in some, some of our people to take over at the appropriate time. But it should operate in, in such a manner that it's going to affect the stock price positively. Part of their reward is going to come through being able to dispose of their stock down the line. Nice little retirement package for themselves. And as far as I know, no one is really seriously offering a package like this. And we think it's going to do very well. There's been a lot of interest in it so far. Well, very good. Now that we know the strategy moving forward, let's talk about some of your goals for the company here in the year 2020. Well, Stuart, they're really pretty simple. It's going to require a lot of hard work to get there, but that's, we're no stranger to that. But obviously, we want to start moving hard on the implementation of our marketing plan and to bring in the revenue and profit, of course. We really do plan to meet this revenue goal of $7.5 million uh, for this current year, possibly even exceed it, because the business is there. There's no question about that. That should enable us to become a fully reporting company with the SEC in the first, uh, first quarter and would uplift us to being OTCQB by the end of the first quarter of 2020. Beyond that, we'll start moving toward the ultimate goal First, we'll get co-listed on the, on the Canadian markets. There's the Canadian Stock Exchange and the Toronto Exchange that we can be listed at. And we can then also move to be co-listed in Europe. And that's going to be a big step. But all, all the things are in motion. Of course, we're going to identify and close the two to three suitable acquisitions that we've talked about which really kind of brings us down to our ultimate goal. This starts the process of uplifting us to getting on the NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange. Excellent. Well, you've done a great job telling us about the uniqueness of your company, but let's get a summation now for the listeners. Let's bring it all home. What makes your company unique, John? Well, everybody has, I guess, thoughts about what makes us unique, but... What I see is we, we really do have a sustainable and profitable business model, and we know it works. Now it's just a matter of getting in there and bringing everybody on board and just keep building the business. Because of our customer design security programs, we don't need any large funding to get into revenue and profitability, which that is usually one of the big problems for a, a Newer companies, how you know how do we keep our cash flow coming in? The services we offer are becoming more and more relevant in today's world, and just like we talked about a little earlier, you know, just read the daily newspapers, watch the crime reports, and it'll startle you. And finally, as it exists right now, we have a tight share structure and a low 
public float. So we're one of the few companies that are uh, really proposed, sitting in position where we're poised for some really significant growth. Well, that's a lot right there, and it makes it a great time to be listening to and talking with Custom Protection Services Incorporated. Traded under the ticker symbol, as we said, CSPS. We're speaking to John Kirkendall. He's the Chief Financial Officer. Once again, I want you to do your due diligence on this company by visiting CustomProtectionInvestor.com. John, thanks so much for your time today. We look forward to great things from you and Custom Protection Services here in 2020 and well beyond. Thanks, John. Well, thanks for the opportunity. All right, for John Kirkendall, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.